0: They have uh, an underwater uh data it's, it says observatory, but you know, that you picture some people in it. It's it's just a data collecting device yeah. that went missing. They don't know what happened to it in the Baltic Sea. But the thing weighs like fifteen hundred pounds. It's not like uh, you know, some guys just picked it up and walked away with it. Yeah. Uh anyway. But I, I was just going, they don't have a GPS locating device in it? Wouldn't you I mean, to track it, to, to, yeah, so that yeah. you could go right on it anyway. Yeah. I thought it might be a good episode. But, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: I'll look not at for... I'll look at it later. I'll look at it later when I'm not in the middle of doing a show. Okay. <laughs>
0: go ahead. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs>
1: The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. So you good with that funky mix?
0: dollars because only 12 copies have been made. The Yeah,
1: I was like, what? what, what?
0: P-humor really, only goes so far. People really don't... <laughs> they don't I, want to take it to the nth degree. I mean, this is
1: what I've learned about humans. Okay, I'm listening. They've got a line with P-humor. <laughs> <laughs> Most people. Yeah, Everybody's good for a different number of pee jokes. Also, don't I've forget. No matter how much somebody laughs, laughs at the first one, oh, there's a line. 50th. Where they, this there's there's of a line chuckle. where
0: The chuckles are a little diminished. All right. So,
1: hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Dive
0: Podcast. You're here with your old buddy, Jamesy. And your old buddy, Brando.
1: We told you guys we were going to send you a, a, little, a little gift if uh, we read your Podcast review, your iTunes review on the air. And I know you guys are walking out to your mailbox
0: every day hoping it's gonna be in there. But I want you to know <laughs> we haven't hoping. sent
1: <laughs> we haven't sent a damn thing out yet. Well we we have had
0: that strike in our mailroom. Yes. Uh so our delivery and uh, packaging guys are
1: so but but um they're coming. We're we're getting around to it. We gotta find the right packaging to get these things out to you. Yeah. Brando and I have a tendency to come up with great ideas. And then when it's time to... The implementation. Act, I'm like, <laughs> Actually, oh, it's the, shit, we, it's we got the ourselves.
0: final details of the implementation. Sometimes we get like 60% through <laughs> right. and we're like, this is awesome. And
1: then you're like, wow, this,
0: this last 40%. <laughs>
1: this is a lot more involved than I thought.
0: That wall is the biggest wall to get over.
1: So be patient. And in the meantime... It's like you want to
0: go diving, but you don't want to drive for five hours. So you got all your gear together. You've been trained. You've got all the gas mixed. You've got the days off work. You're all ready to go. You got money in your pocket. You got hotel reservations. You got to drive for five hours. I don't think I can do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst part. So we got an email from the banjo guy.
0: I love that guy.
1: That's, uh, That's one instrument I want to learn how to play better. I need to get a banjo. Is
0: what I'm saying. It would be cool if we both learned banjos, and we could be, you know, yeah, yeah, little deliverance, little. I just really, I just really like the banjo. I think
1: it's a great instrument. So the banjo guy sent us a message right after his review posted because he was really excited because he, he felt right when it said 100, we broke that Bam. 100. Yeah. His review popped up, so he said, "Hey, I'm your I'm the 100th." I was super excited. Uh, And his review said, five stars, I want to be a Cayman Cowboy. Don't we all? These guys are awesome, he says. Every episode is full of infocasm, or sometimes even (laughs) infogasm. Seriously, the education and humor these guys give with a pinch of dive history is over the top. I've gone back and listened to the Cayman Cowboys episode several times. It's freaking hilarious. Keep it up, fellas. Love
0: it. Awesome
1: Yeah, Cayman Cowboys is still one of my favorites that we did Just because it was a story yeah. that I've known for so many years growing up in the dive shop It was a, it was a classic oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, uh, it was just a classic talk about it at the dive shop Old magazine article And to be able to give it our fun and, and share it with the world was it's the greatest really, really moment of my life Right before the birth <laughs> of his <laughs> first what child
0: What <laughs> so getting that dog Um
1: Got another one from AK Wreck Diver. AK Wreck Diver. I'm assuming this is one of the Alaska Wreck yeah.
0: Divers. Mm-hmm.
1: He gave us five stars saying, I may be a narked, but. <laughs>
0: but these guys are great.
1: <laughs> no, that's just the narcosis talking. Yeah. This is my favorite scuba podcast, he says. James and Brando cover various topics from technical diving to photography to accident analysis and much more while sounding like they're just killing time at the local shop or avoiding work which is mostly what we're trying to do is
0: a real (laughs) job
1: (laughs) we're hoping that this all takes off to just enormous financial success so we can not have to worry about having real jobs anymore and then we can hire people to do this (laughs) 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 he says there is always an elephant There is always an element of humor injected into the conversation, and rarely do the hosts hold back. If dive shop humor and discussions don't appeal to you, then there's a many knitting podcast out there that may better suit your tastes. Bingo. And uh, we'll throw one more
0: out there right now. Uh, This is from Scuba Lenny. (laughs) Hello. You remember Lenny and Squiggy? That's all that comes to my mind. Lenny and
1: Squiggy?
0: Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Hello. When they used to walk in the room. They'd always open the door. Wasn't that squeaky, though? That yeah, that, that would say, hello. <laughs> you know. I used to crack that. Scuba Lenny is more yeah. like a, hello. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think there was a Lenny. Scuba uh, Lenny. <laughs> yeah, that was like a Bugs Bunny character, wasn't it? I am Lenny. <laughs> I will hug him and kiss him. Yeah.
1: The best five stars, he says. Love your show. Listen to it as much as I can. Even prevents... Uh, maybe encourages, not quite sure, (laughs) road rage. (laughs) (laughs) But people may think I'm weird laughing at a red light for no apparent reason. Great diving forum, as they should be. Mucho grassy ass, he says. Mucho grassy ass.
0: Another Española friend that I have. All that Spanish is paying off.
1: So yeah, guys, uh, keep those uh, reviews coming in. We love reading these. They really make us feel good and uh, make us they give us that help, give us that drive to keep the show going. So if, if you're enjoying it and you're sending out reviews, that makes us happy. We keep working for you, and eventually are going to send you out a little gift. So let us know we you read your review and send us a little email with your address
0: and your social security number we for verification <laughs> no. and a credit card and your mother's <laughs> and your mother's maiden
1: name. Um, so hey, uh, real quick, you know, so it's down at the old training court this weekend. Old training quarry. The weather changed this week. Really cooled off. You know, it did that little like end of the year flip, and now it's going to flip again. Like really hot this coming weekend, but dropping down into the the low fifties and it, stuff in the yeah. mornings. It was cold, and I and I'm going to tell you, at least fifty percent of the people diving Saturday were talking of stuffiness and congestion, and then probably well, seventy five to eighty yeah. percent on Sunday were just like heads were exploding and stuffed up. Your allergies going. My yeah.
0: wife is yeah. like. In the morning and the evenings, she is – I can't even talk to her. She's just sneezing and, you know, the whole allergy thing going on. And she won't take anything for it. So I'm sure there's just something in it's the air. All, yeah, it's yeah, all that it's stuff heaven. coming
1: off the mm-hmm. trees. So I had a kid in the water who on Sunday morning couldn't get down past, you know, five, six feet. Mm-hmm. Just ended up getting this real sharp pain right in his forehead. Uh, just a, like a sinus. He just couldn't, couldn't get equalized. Had to uh, scrap force it. it, man. Had to scrap the rest of the weekend for him. He was he was devastated.
0: Yeah, Poor sucks. kid. I'll tell you though, but what do you I, do I haven't yeah. I've never had where I couldn't I couldn't get down. I've had you know issues occasionally. It's rare, but there is nothing like the feeling when you dive. You know, you get down a hundred feet or so, stay there for a bit, and then you come up. When you were you know you were a little congested when you started, and it's like a suctioning out of your, all your head, you know. There's nothing like that to me. It's the oh. best feeling. Yes. It feels great, I think. Or do you usually get the... I don't get those too much. It's usually just one... Yeah, I've... I've uh, I have or, had Or that.
1: another one I get all the time. Uh, people
0: explain it to me. the crackle yeah the crackling in the ears i've had that a little bit i have had that that little that little squeaky one you did which i'm not going to attempt but uh, it was reversed though so got down i was there for a while i was really con- this was in commercial school i probably told you yeah, about this yeah. yeah where i was like i was working and i told the guys i need my spray i yeah, need some spray it, yeah. we all kept doing you know a little nasal decongestion in our locker so i ran into the locker he got mine i i popped up with the helmet off for a second my eyes were like swollen shut they were slits my face was ch- ch- too squirt they squirted my nose Boosh! it was immediate it was right, the coolest right. thing i wish there was a video of it well I, it was the best thing
1: i wish i would have had some you know some nasal, nasal de-congestant, decongestant spray for the kid i think yeah. uh i think that would have helped us yeah. He was he was already on some Sudafed to to clear him because he had yeah, to do the even. trick, eh? No, nah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. wasn't enough to to get that little sinus. That and, stuff, and sometimes yeah. you know Sudafed you know works for me. Sometimes it's just not enough too. I mean,
0: I get some sinus issues. I stay away from. I, I try remember, to stay away from stuff, but yeah.
1: I remember when when I was a kid, when I was doing my open water dives. I'll never forget, because like, I was so excited. I took my class over the winter time, mm-hmm. so come spring. You're like the first, the first mm-hmm. open waters of the year, you know, I'm I'm there, I'm in line, yeah, I'm I'm going down, and I ended up getting one of those sinus squeeze right in the the front of my face, mm-hmm. over over in my cheek area, yeah, over your teeth, yep. So, but it squeezed so bad that I, I felt like my tooth yeah. was gonna explode.
0: Well, I had a buddy's tooth explode. His tooth exploded coming up. No kidding. Yes. <laughs> Spit it out. All in pieces. <laughs> right? And we weren't even out of the water. He's like... Pfft. So it's kind of So he must crazy. have had uh, the, the air pressure underneath the... Underneath, underneath the, the tooth. Yeah. 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 Filling. See, or that's what yeah, I thought. It got in inside it. I think it was like in between the filling and the tooth. Yeah, So right, that right. gas, you know, exploded everything in it. So crazy. It can happen. Wild stories, man. Wild decompression stories. So, yeah, so
1: ears are a funny thing
0: (laughs) ears he said ears so
1: in dan in one of dan's smart guides about ear equalization they got this cool little chart talking about how in one foot of water the surface water pressure against the outside of your eardrums is 0.445 psi more than on the surface air pressure on the inside Right,
0: because every foot is
1: 0.445 PSI. Yeah. They flex inward as you feel pressure on your ears. At four feet of pressure, the difference increases to 1.78 PSI. Your eardrums bulge into your middle ears. So do the round windows and oval windows between your middle and inner ears. Nerve endings in your eardrum are stretched, and you begin to feel pain. And this was... I would say this is the issue that you see with so many new divers doing open waters that have ear problems, right? And, and we know from the the Dan reports mm-hmm. that we've done that the number one medical issue facing divers is this generally middle ear barrel trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's a sensation that people just well, really don't know how to experience, used to it, yeah. right? And, and yeah, you've done it in a pool, but it's not like the open water because in the pool there's so many variations of it and... and
0: you're, you don't really get enough. A lot of people still just take the pain. They, they don't go right. deep enough. They go through yeah.
1: the motions. They don't even understand yeah. what they're doing. I, I totally agree with you. And they get to the bottom of the pool, and then they're having trouble, so then they're coming back up, and they're still trying to equalize mm-hmm. as they're coming up, which is overdoing it. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen right. there. Yeah. So you try to get it, but this is, a, this is a definitely a case of you don't know what you don't know, you know mm-hmm. in so much of dealing with your body because now when you're going to 15, 20, 30 feet, you don't have a choice. You you have to get this part correct.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> or you're going to have bad a bad, bad day.
1: Now, my kid that I was telling you about was a little rock star, and we're in four feet of water, five feet of water. Is this open water? Open water. Or is open that water, regular open right? water? Yeah. And he's holding his buoyancy, going, my head, my head. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I can't equalize. I can't equalize. Mm-hmm. Whereas what you generally see on an open water is – Get to the surface let's go down everybody <laughs> deflates those bcds and if they're not death grip on that line right they're plummeting down to the bottom right where the training platform or, or whatever they're working from mm-hmm. is you know 25 30 feet
0: below so they go too far too fast yeah. too fast they don't equalize it to, to yeah. fix it mm-hmm. right and by that time it, i mean i think the eustachian tubes start to even get squeezed. It's very difficult to get the gas back up through there yeah. air, from inside of your mouth. Yeah.
1: They mentioned that at 6 feet, the pressure difference is 2.67 PSI. Your eardrum stretches further. Its tissues begin to tear, causing inflammation that will last up to a week. Small blood vessels in your eardrums may expand or break, causing bruising, which will last up to 3 weeks. Your eustachian tubes are now locked shut by pressure, making equalization impossible. Pain increases. And this is at mm-hmm. six feet. Now it's gotten Two. ahead of you. Yeah, it, it's ahead of you. Right. you, you and mean. what do you generally see here is this is where the forceful Valsalva yeah, maneuver yes. comes in, right? right? And there's nothing that makes me cringe more as a dive instructor. You're seeing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> when you see somebody grabbing their nose and yeah. their whole face is crinkled up, mm-hmm. you can see the 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 blood vessel pulsating in their forehead as they just like kind like of, sque- trying to squeeze that equalization out it's like whoa, yeah. whoa 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 just you gotta stop 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 because what generally ends up happening is that's where you blow out that round window something yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. it'll out. it'll open all of a yeah, sudden too. and you are You're just pushing so hard yeah you yeah. can't get that. Pressure Small. up to your mm-hmm. you know, tympanic membrane.
0: That's your eardrum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you got to get that, the, the air back into that chamber that's between the tympanic membrane and the oval window.
1: At 8 feet, the pressure difference is 3.56 PSI. If you're lucky, blood and mucus is soaked from surrounding tissues and begins to fill your middle ear. This is called middle ear barotrauma. Fluid, not air, now equalizes pressure on your eardrums pain subsides replaced by a feeling of fullness in your ears which will which will remain for a week or more until the fluid is reabsorbed by your body and that's where uh you know being around the dive shop you know you get people coming in a lot of new divers that will walk into the shop talking about that full ear feeling yeah. after a, a weekend fluid. of you know a weekend of diving and it's yeah yeah they they, they weren't they You're weren't not on doing top it right of, yeah they weren't, weren't. so <laughs> my way.
0: Say to my wife, "You're not doing it right." We still talk about diving. Well, I didn't want to. That's not, that's yeah. <laughs> I say that <laughs> to everything she does. You know, doing it right just to be a pain in the ass. But yeah.
1: So ten feet. So you go into the, go into just to the bottom of the typical training pool. The pressure difference is four point four five psi. If you aren't so lucky, if your descent is very fast, for example, your eardrums may break. Water will flood your middle ear. The sudden sensation of cold against your balance mechanism, the vestibular canals, may cause vertigo, especially if only one eardrum breaks. Suddenly, the world is spinning around you, though the sensation will probably stop when your body warms up the water in your middle ear. Or if you try to equalize by blowing hard and long against pinched nostrils, you may rupture the round window membrane between your middle and inner ears. This is called inner ear barrel trauma. Perilymph fluid drains from the cochlea into the middle ear. Temporary or sometimes permanent hearing loss may result.
0: See, you're explaining all this stuff, and this is awesome. And this is the stuff that should be in Open Water 101. In my humble opinion, it's not that in-depth. You're explaining what's going on with your body, so you have an idea when you start to experience dizziness, vertigo, issues, clearing. You can't clear and You understand that as I go deeper and I'm not clearing, it's going to be even more difficult to clear, to pop those ears. So you start to understand, you can picture what's going on in the middle of your head. You've seen the diagram, you've seen the illustration.
1: I go back to, it's one thing to sit there and explain it in detail in the class. Right. But for so many people, they don't have the experience of it. So they really don't know how to correlate that but you can textbook it, information. Yeah. You can put it together, into, though, into in real, the pool. Uh, yes, you can. A little bit and to you, a certain and degree, yeah. you need yeah. to start mm-hmm. because you'll, that's where you first see it as an instructor is mm-hmm. in the pool, right? So and w- what I mean by that is you, you get the, the divers descending, and they have trouble equalizing. So they immediately change position into a feet down mm-hmm. head up so they can start mm-hmm. swimming up. So they start swimming up. And then the gas is expanding, relieving the pain, the, the pain yeah. that they have. But at the same time, they're still pinching time, and trying yeah, to blow. Yeah, they're trying to right? equalize. Right? So they, or, or you get them down, they're having trouble with an ear, doing the old something's wrong. Okay, let's go up a little bit. They go up a little bit. Oh, yeah, give you the okay, everything's better now. And then they, they try to equalize right then. You're like, whoa, whoa, stop. Just, if it's yeah. better, that's your reset. Now let's go down a couple of right. feet, like get the pressure to build up a little bit mm-hmm. and fix it. But they're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Right, so a lot of the times they're, they're saying that they can't equalize their ears. That they got ear pain. They can't equalize their ears. When really the pain is you've over equalized your ears, too much and you're blowing them out <laughs> yes. rather than the- they're
0: equalized, <laughs> but they're equalized to the other side of the uh, equilibrium. Yeah,
1: it's a yeah, it's a delicate, mm-hmm. it's a delicate dance. You know, early on.
0: Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, but don't you think having it explained to you helps to overcome this? Slowness in training, you know this little hump you got to get over, which is your ear clearing. Like well, if you understand, I've got the diagram in my head: tube going up in between the tympanic membrane, your eardrum, going to the outside, and your you got your you know your round window, and then you got an oval window where your uh, well, that's why I'm trying to get this That's why I'm
1: mm-hmm. trying to get this podcast added to module one of every scuba class.
0: Perfect.
1: Okay, so. Earlier this year in Scuba Diving Magazine, in the training section, which we love to visit, the uh, the Lessons for Life, I was looking for a good one of these just off of this discussion I was having over the weekend. So this one's called Save Your Eardrum. It's by Lessons for Life author Eric Douglas. We've done a f- few of his stories already. And this eardrum injury... Leads to a nagging eardrum issues, trouble a diver in this edition of Lessons for Life. Lessons for Life. And this is, this is an environment like right where we are up here in the Midwest mm-hmm. is what it seems. Could, uh, could be any of the training quarries that we go to. Diane was struggling. She just couldn't shake the nagging feeling in her ear. It hurt. But no matter how hard she tried, she couldn't clear it. Still, she really wanted to see the helicopter at the bottom of the quarry. It had just been placed, and she wanted to be among the first to have her photograph taken at the controls. She inverted to a head-down position and began swimming to get there quickly. The pain grew worse, and then it was gone. She stopped for a moment and shook her head. Everything seemed to have returned to normal. She felt relieved physically and personally. Everything went great for the rest of the dive. And uh, you and I know that uh, the problem is about... Uh, Three hours from now is when she's going to feel like somebody's stabbing an ice pick into her head. (laughs) Yikes. Diane was a moderately experienced diver. She dived whenever she could get in the water five or six times a year. She took vacations to dive locations every year, but most of her diving took place in the local quarry. In her mid-30s, she had made approximately 200 dives over the past four years. She was in average shape and had no health problems. So uh you know typical new diver. Uh, that's, she's diving that's out though. there diving yeah. and getting experience. A week yeah, that, yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, getting Yeah, mm. uh, getting fifty a good fifty dives in, you know, mm-hmm. especially as a local diver, that's yeah. That's a, that's is, a, pretty, yeah. That's a pretty
0: active diver. It's a once a week deal, yeah. Average.
1: Yeah, going to the quarry on the weekends, doing doing a couple trips and whatnot, probably some little local dives. So point being should know how to equalize mm-hmm. ears. So like what we were just talking about, about the brand new diver who just doesn't even understand the, the concept fully of the mechanics of it, that wouldn't be Diane. Diane sounds like she's got enough dives under her belt to know how to properly equalize. Right.
0: Yeah, 200 dives equalized a few times.
1: So let's uh, So let's look at this dive. This weekend's special dive at the quarry was to celebrate the new helicopter. Diane had been planning to make the dive for weeks. The only thing that could have gotten in the way was her head cold. She took cold medicine and her symptoms had mostly cleared by Friday. She planned to take medicine Saturday morning, maybe an extra dose, and make the dives. A crowd had gathered at the dive site. Each diver was assigned a time to visit the helicopter. Diane's time was at 11 a.m., so she decided to make a first dive that morning in another part of the quarry to pass the time. With her buddy, she spent about half an hour cruising submerged boats and attractions in the man-made lake before returning to a picnic table to warm up and wait for their appointed time. So, yeah, typical quarry and a a story not so so unusual. People get head colds. People get stuffy, allergies, little colds. It's typical Midwest. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, that's just part of living around here. I think 80% of people that live here walk around with a head cold with, with something yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i mean i at I, any given time
1: you know to me the the weird thing is being perfectly per, clean yes. and clear yeah, yeah. And, and having no, no nasal congestion you know blockage issue
0: in my head at all yeah we have a lot of trees we have a lot of plants giving off p- Pons, like i say yeah. i think it's allergies personally yeah. but it's not a, a viral head cold kind of thing right
1: I, I would agree with it. after her first dive Diane thought she had water in her left ear, that she just couldn't get out. She put drops in her ear and tried shaking her head, but nothing seemed to clear the feeling of fullness. It did lighten up some as the time passed, and she thought her ear had finally dried out. So here, she's feeling that, that yeah, swelling that's going on in that,
0: the quarry. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she's thinking she still has a little water in mm-hmm. her outer ear right? that she can't get out from that eardrum out. Mm-hmm. Of the head, where, where in reality, it sounds like she's getting that fluid right. build up, Indeed. that blood mm-hmm. from the middle ear because she's already starting to have some of that trauma. Yeah, tissue trauma. Well, the accident really occurs on dive two here. Oh, here we go. The second dive of the day began as she expected. Ah!
0: <laughs>
1: My ear! <laughs> the terror. The schedule had slipped a little bit. So it was closer to 1130 as she began her descent. So I, I, I think we're setting up the fact
0: that she's rushed. Well, the medicine's oh, the, wearing off oh, more yeah. and more and more. So. Could be, yeah. Although, did she double-dose it? Like that's she what, said? That's
1: what they said, that she was yeah. going to double-dose She dose was going to, but
0: yeah. did she? I was going to be a billionaire. Not quite there yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're trying.
0: I got this podcast thing going with a buddy.
1: (laughs) The helicopter rested on the quarry bottom at around 45 feet. As Diane passed 20 feet, she could see the structure rising up from the bottom. The visibility wasn't great. Too many other divers had been down there before them. Still, she wasn't looking for a photograph of the entire helicopter. She wanted a picture of herself seated at the controls to post on Facebook. So visibility was less important. Her buddy would be close to her.
0: Buddy would be close to her. Don't worry. If you're having an ear problem, I've got uh, <laughs> I've got some tools on my belt. We'll fix that <laughs> up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Now, here's a little something for you. Because you run into the same type of issue on an aircraft. Right? Yes. So, as a, in the military, we a lot of times don't fly in a Pressurized aircraft will have the doors open and we'll still be going up to pretty good altitude occasionally as a medic You have to deal with patients who are either unconscious head injuries or even you know Injuries that will affect the clearing so we had to have special little uh, Bulb syringes and whatnot to actually clear people's ears for them as we flew that's right, what I did so you, for a living. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We didn't, so you, medic. yeah,
1: so you didn't add to the yes. additional trauma. Yeah, they can't use their
0: hands. They can't, you know, sometimes they can't even tell you that they're having issues. You know, they're unconscious right. and whatnot. So it's always, uh, and I, I flew what's called tactical medevac. So a lot of times you're still flying low, but it's, it's still high enough, you know, if you have to go over mountains or whatnot, that you're still going up in altitude. So you're still going to have issues clearing your ears or popping your ears. Right, so. and a
1: lot, a of, lot of the people that you talk to that talk about having difficulty equalizing their ears mm-hmm. are the same people that will tell you that they have difficulty on airplane on an aircraft, yeah, right, mm-hmm. because it's it's the the same exact effect, right? It just happens right. so much faster in the it's water. going up,
0: yeah, and coming back down, right, yeah, right. So the
1: other the other one you'll hear a lot is the people who say that they just physically can't dive because it kills their ears right right they've just completely yeah. written it off yeah
0: i know with, a lot of uh, several people like that yeah well, then when you have the conversation with them of, they've flown they've flown mm-hmm. they've driven through the mountains <laughs> right do you ever so, feel your ears pop i say they go yeah okay that's it right you so, did it <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing Yeah, same
1: thing's happening it's just underwater we do it it's purposefully and, yeah mm-hmm. as we just saw from what we just read right within four to six feet Mm-hmm. of change versus we need a to, couple thousand yeah right. we need to
0: correct it mm-hmm. exactly so anyway just lending my two cents that's what you for my man i <laughs> <laughs> i I'm trying to recall back how we we did it but like i say we had a we did have a, a bulb syringe kind of thing that we used to have to a valsalva for them right yeah yeah
1: and for those of you listeners out there who couldn't see that... <laughs> Brandon, Brandon was air-quoting air quoting the Valsalva
0: maneuver. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: As she descended, Diane felt pressure in her left ear as though she hadn't cleared her ears at all. Even though she knew she had, her right ear felt fine. When she flipped to a head-down position to swim more quickly to the bottom, the pain got worse. Just as she was about to stop... Feeling the pain was too much, everything cleared up. She was dizzy for a minute, but when her buddy asked her if she was okay, she signaled yes. And they made their way to the cockpit. Her ear was fine for the rest of the dive
0: Because it popped. So, she, yeah, so she, so she popped that, that. Yeah. Did she have that shooting pain? And, right. So, yes, the, it's the boom. little dizziness. The, pain, the dizziness. The cold water the hit cold it. Cold water yeah. hits
1: the vestibular canal. Yeah. We get the vertigo. Ooh. Shake it off a little bit because your body temperature starts to warm that cold water up a little. Okay, it's not that pushing, stabbing pain anymore because that 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 <laughs> popped and is, that part's gone. Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, it's, it's, what? <laughs>
1: oh, oh, it's oh, it's so much better now. A few hours later, after she had posted her photos on the old Facebook cockpit selfie,
0: yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did, I she, said, did she write that in sign language <laughs> <laughs> i said cockpit selfie huh i said cockpit selfie what yo speak up are you guys screwing with me so she was
1: relaxing at home but her ear was bothering her she couldn't hear very well and it was starting to hurt as the evening progressed so did the pain by 6 p.m., she couldn't stand it any longer. She went to the emergency room, where the doctor discovered she had the she had perforated her eardrum and had the beginnings of a severe infection. Nice. So yeah, so getting that water down into what is generally a very sterile environment of your of your Somewhere, middle ear, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and all this infection starts to go. That's that swelling and nagging. Throbbing pain that's going to
0: start building and building and building inside your ear. <laughs> Does, say it doesn't take much. I just just recovered from a, an ear infection. Ear infection are yeah. brutal, man. I don't I don't have them hardly at all, and I just I got one from that last trip we did, and uh, I was like,
1: you know, I got one a couple summers ago, so bad. Yeah, they can take you down. Like I was in the water, like probably four or five times a week, like open water, four yeah. or five times a week for a good. Like two three weeks stretch in the middle middle of the summer, my gear was constantly. It was at the driest. It was damp, And it was never right. fully fully dry. Right, and my hood was getting a like a gym oh. bag funk to it. So
0: you thought it? You think this came this, from so your hood? Is, well, I yeah. Think it's so the this water, well, this right? is what I mean. Yeah. Is the, so the water Picked mixing with bacteria. all that
1: bacteria in the hood, like just swashing around mm-hmm. in my ear, and it got a little bit <laughs> worse. Got a little bit worse. Oh. And then it put me down for like like I was out of the water for two weeks. I mean, my my ear got so bad.
0: Yeah, well, I normally just I, I'll feel it. Sometimes I'll you can feel it coming on, and then I fight it off. I've been injected with everything known to mankind, so I think I have a pretty strong immune system. Yeah, I'm pretty
1: good too. But the, that, that that one time that uh, you know that funky stagnant yes. Michigan like like uh, Inland Lake
0: water. You think it was the the water? I think think it was was the the
1: hood. Just all the funk and bacteria in the hood because I hadn't washed it out in a a while.
0: Well, my hood hadn't seen that. Was my Yakamoto or Yamamoto neoprene hood that I haven't hadn't used in a while, and it smelled great.
1: That's actually better because that one has no nylon liner. Yeah, it's nice, right? So it doesn't really hold on to anything, right? Like that nylon can do a disservice. So you need to wash that stuff, James. Wash shit. Middle ear barrel trauma is the most common injury divers suffer. Most divers face this problem at some time in their diving careers, although hopefully the situation isn't as severe as Diane's. Often it is caused
0: by a lack of understanding of the anatomy of the ear. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, for saying that. God damn it. That's my whole thing. Just teach them. Have them understand what's going on. I think it would... would Decrease the number of accidents.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's the there's the picture right in chapter mm-hmm. one of the book, and there's definitely talk about you got to equalize your ears and stuff. But there's a lot more to it than than that.
0: For a no, lot, of it would be cool not to interrupt you, but I do that all the time. Is a working model that you could take in the pool, like has a glass, like a scuba mask face on, like a head cut in half. You could see in and see the ears actually equalize when you put a little air in it the eustachian tubes and then you can also show what happens when you don't put the air in
1: it well let's work on it i think they've got video they've got those videos on they, they do have got, videos but they've got, but, that, uh, on the, they've got uh, that on the video so they, they is students, it working the yeah. students do watch that okay. I'm, I'm saying i mean I, I believe the the biggest part of it is
0: under actually understanding
1: it internalizing yeah. it because you know yeah, corre- I think you're right correlating the
0: that picture and movie yeah Yeah,
1: correlating the academic of it with the to the actual
0: physical Mm -hmm. understanding of it i think that's well that's everything isn't it yeah i think they don't listen to that part
1: yeah 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 yeah. i want to go look at some fish i want to go look at the helicopter
0: (laughs) exactly just let me breathe leave me alone i don't need you
1: divers often complain of having water in their ears and take eardrops to clear them while this is certainly a possibility If the eardrops don't clear the feeling of fullness, the blockage is probably in the middle ear rather than the outer ear. If the eustachian tubes are blocked or even partially obstructed during a dive, such as by cold symptoms, it can be impossible to equalize. As pressure builds on the body, the eustachian tubes collapse, making it impossible to equalize the middle ear to the external pressure on the eardrum. When this happens, the body will attempt to equalize the pressure by releasing plasma or blood into the middle ear. This causes the feeling of fullness that divers occasionally feel.
0: So, a little little tidbit about those eustachian tubes is they're not they're not tubes in the sense of a round like you see a round plastic tube. They're kind of flat. They're flat, and when you pump your air through them, you know, from your inside of your mouth going up into your middle ear, you know, those eustachian tubes come out in the back of your like at your throat almost, and you pump the air back in there. You force it by plugging your nose and kind of swallowing a little bit, right? Uh, those tubes are flat. They're, so sometimes they're flattened completely, and they take a little more pressure to open up. But uh, the more you equalize, and you probably remember this when you first started diving, it was, it was a little bit, you know, you, you had to really push to get them open. But a- after 30 years of diving, you just put Well, yeah, like,
1: like now I'm hypersensitive. Yes yeah you will. right like I, in, you know what's going two, on three yeah. feet of change popping. It, it, yeah yeah my brain's going fix it mm-hmm. fix it whereas a new diver is this person going six eight ten feet and they
0: haven't got it cleared right yet, and they're still trying to power through mm-hmm. yeah you, you you as we teach them in class equalize early and often and before you feel the pain, kind of thing. So, but the more you use those valves, that's what I'm getting at. Is the more you use those eustachian tubes, the more you you have air going in back and forth in them, the more flexible they get.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and the the more you you know build a a working relationship with that part of your body, you start to understand it in a, in a way that
0: mm-hmm. if you're not a diver. You don't even ever think about it. Yeah, most people don't get how that whole thing happens. The whole equalization thing happens when they yeah. go up in a plane or drive in the mountains or even go to the bottom of the pool. Yeah, it's like so, if,
1: if you ask me, like, how does my
0: spleen feel? Right. I'm very in touch with my spleen. <laughs> how does your, how's your thyroid <laughs> feeling today? I wouldn't even. Thyroid's a bit honorary today.
1: I wouldn't even begin to
0: know. <laughs> how how's spleen? your well, here's a little question for you. While well, you probably are looking at the uh how many bones are in the human body? 256. 206, but close. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. If I took out your ears, how many bones are in your body? 206 minus 1 ear <laughs> equals <laughs> Hang
1: on, let me get my calculator. Well, there's what uh three three main bones in the in the ear,
0: right? Three bones, not main, yeah. There's three yeah. bones in it. Yeah. Mhm. In each ear, so you got six bones there. So you just have 200. A lot of people don't realize that there's three bones in the ear. What are the the stapes, the inc- inca incus, the stapes and the malleus, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? I
1: forget. They're malleus I remember that, uh, the hammer, the...
0: Yeah, that's the, that's probably the one that I'm not getting. Yeah, malleus. incus, malleus, and the stapes.
1: Malleus, incus, and stapes. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, which are known as the ear isosceles, right? Those the collection of bones.
0: Oh, is it isosceles? Not isosceles.
1: In Diane's case, she had some residual fullness from her Ossicles.
0: They're not ossicles. Os- 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 o- o- ossicles. I'm, o- o- I'm o- like ossicles. Ossicles? Ossicles.
1: Yeah, so the,
0: the collection of those bones, the ear, ossicles. Are ossicles, yes. Ossicles. O- and they transfer the vibrations from the tympanic membrane onto your... Uh, Nerves. Oval. Goals. The oval window. Yeah. And then that's kind of what... It's like filled with fluid and that goes through your your cochlea and that's what actually sends the auditory nerve, the, sig- you know, the, the signal goes through the auditory nerve to the ear, which translates it into sound Yeah, because it's basically ear, uh, air vibrations. So what does that tell us? In
1: Diane's case, she had some residual fullness from her first dive, probably from fluid in the middle ear. It eased up as the pressures equalized and she rested. The second dive made the problem that much worse. Additionally, the medication she took that morning had worn off by the time she began her second dive. Often, it can take as long as two weeks for additional mucus and swelling in the mucous membranes to return to normal following a severe head cold, even after the symptoms are gone. Diane's eardrum perforated on the second dive and the body could no longer adjust to the imbalance of pressure. That perforation allowed fresh water from the quarry to enter her middle ear, causing the dizziness and infection. The use of antibiotics cleared the infection, and her eardrum eventually healed. She returned to diving two months later. I'm sure
0: her hearing suffered, though. Scar tissue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. scar tissue maybe long-term. So it's just not that simple.
1: Okay. Lessons for life for those of you new divers out there uh, learning this new human attribute of dealing with the internal pressure on these eustachian tubes in your inner and middle ear that are just getting going with diving out there pay attention to your ears do not attempt to force a descent if you feel pain ascend to relieve pressure if you can't equalize abort the dive if you are tensing your whole entire body trying to
0: force out the pressure to equalize your ears You might be a redneck. (laughs) (laughs) You might be a redneck if, yeah. You might be trying uh, too hard. You're (laughs)
1: you're definitely trying too hard. Like, It should not be Mm -hmm. that much work. It doesn't take that much strength to do. So generally what that means is you've waited way too long. Mm -hmm. You're fighting way too much pressure. And what we're learning here is it's just a very little bit of change is going to basically cause those eustachian tubes to collapse so the pressure you're forcing really isn't even going to get to that membrane to do the job you're trying to get it to do you're just going to cause more internal ear damage ascend to relieve pressure they say which is the same thing as you trying to do that valsalva Mm -hmm. maneuver of pushing the air through your eustachian tubes Right, by coming up, you're going to get that gas to expand a little bit to open it all up. And that's the one thing is if you've gotten to depth right, and you rise up, rise up, and you feel that p- p- mm-hmm. like popping of the ears opening back up, that's the reset button. right? So from that point on, you're, you're equalized. Now you can descend back down a couple of feet and let the pressure rebuild back up, and you should easily be able to create the equalization and continue down. Build up some pressure create the equalization if you're having trouble equalizing and you come up and your ears kind of pop and then you grab your nose and start blowing you're overdoing it you're blowing into an already equalized area right
0: true facts hashtag yeah i think you could i'm i'm curious if there are people that have actually popped their ears from the inside out i I haven't seen it but i've seen people really trying well that
1: that's where a lot of that ends up being that round window rupture well, like yeah, you it's can, your, yeah, your you can blow push in it, and blowing yeah. and blowing, and pressure it, goes both ways. Yeah. But yeah. You end up mm-hmm. blowing that
0: out or in actually blow it into their cochlea areas and it cochlea yeah, that connects to, yeah.
1: If you can't equalize, abort the dive,
0: right? No, there must be a dive today.
1: Right. And that's, uh, you know, the, the, the young kid that I was working with over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's what you we had, had to, abort to do. Him. Yeah. We had to, you do had to
0: abort a... the young kid. <laughs> Yeah, to abort the dive, yeah.
1: <laughs> you you could sit there and fight and try to right. try to get through it and mm. potentially injure yourself, it, yeah. a, a serious injury, mm. yeah, yeah. Or you you make the smart decision, which lift the dive another yeah, day, yeah, which isn't the fun it's a James one. James Bond but, movie. Yeah. Lift
0: the dive another day. It's my favorite.
1: Next, be cautious. Shake
0: and t- not stirred. <laughs>
1: <laughs> be cautious when taking medications <laughs> before a drawing Money, money Penny. <laughs> All official recommendations state not to take sinus medications, but many divers do. If you make the choice to use sinus medications to aid equalization, make sure they will continue to be effective throughout the course of your diving day. So, I mean, it's pretty well known that the little red tablets of Sudafed are known as divers candy for the last many decades because so many divers are popping them just to Open up and clear those sinuses. It's yucky doctor. candy.
0: That's terrible. It's nasty candy. I like red Twizzlers. <laughs> I like the black Twizzlers. I'm not Twizzlerist. You, you I think take, take you any might have just to...
1: angered fifty percent of our audience, <sighs> saying that you liked red li- or that you like black. black I yeah. Did you
0: know they came out with a chocolate Twizzlers oh, that, that I bought true. accidentally because I thought terrible. it terrible. I thought it was the black stuff. I just grabbed it off the counter and I had a long car ride. I opened it up imagine my surprise when i i take a bite expecting and it's licorice. this faux chocolate flavored oh. Oh. yeah i don't think chocolate belongs and i was i was licorice. not happy not happy with twizzlers
1: but they're <laughs> yeah
0: okay <laughs> back to Sudafed. <laughs> back, back to drugs back to reality <laughs>
1: back to the drugs now taking a um a decongestant like that you know certainly uh i mean th- there's Issues that can occur. So, I mean, it's not something that you just want to get in the habit of doing, but a lot right. of p- divers do do it. Um, it's been known to have a, an exciter effect with O2 toxicity, you know, so there's certainly some issues that you could have with taking decongestants. So you have to be smart about it. And there's two different types, right? The people uh, realize there's that, the, the little red ones, the the six-hour mm-hmm. fast-acting, and then there's the the 12-hour Sudafeds that people take, which are the longer-lasting, mm-hmm. but they're also longer to take effect as well. True facts. And then sometimes just like a regular old antihistamine, you know, you uh, like an allergy those, yeah. antihistamine, you know, it uh,
0: cause drowsiness a lot. Though, although the Sudafed can cause the, you know, the nervousness and. Yeah, so everything's got side effects. Yes, and that's what you. And the take general
1: into rule is, if you need a bunch of
0: medication maybe to get underwater,
1: yeah, maybe uh, maybe today's maybe not a good day just, for diving.
0: You t- should turn to harder drugs or alcohol. No,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> saying is that if you if you need Sudafed, maybe you should just go right to the heroin.
0: Yes, the bypass the middleman. Why why have that why, long stair step? Why uh, deal with these gateway uh, right. drugs
1: like twelve hours? Go right Sudafed. to the kingdom.
0: <laughs> the gateway. Well, then that, I was just going to talk about a little bit about commercial diving because we talked about that. People, if, if you're diving every single day. It starts to, you know, really wear out that, especially when you're doing long dives. I mean, we'd be in the water for four to six hours working and you'd inevitably start to be stuffed up when you'd come up. And of course, everybody would just, they'd be popping Actifed or Sudafed. so We talked a bit about that because in the commercial world, it's not like here where in recreational scuba, call the dive. In the commercial world, you're, you're going to dive. Right, We're paying you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, they, suck it up uh, yeah get in the water the boss gets really mad if there's you know a whole lot of money on the line and they've hired you to do a job and you're crying because your head is stuffy. Well, i'm a little stuffy yes they'll say take yeah. something yeah totally different world right so and and dan has uh already addressed this so you can go to the divers alert network go to the website and and look up their research on different uh Antihistamines and
1: decongestants, decongestants
0: yeah. and different medications. Period. And with any medication, though, right? You can always call Dan. They have a team of doctors. That's what they're there for. I mean, right? I think we've said it before. This is this is the thing they do.
1: Lastly, equalize early and often on every dive. Pay close attention to your ears. If you have trouble clearing your ears, learn additional clearing techniques that aid the process. I mean, I, I typically use. The good old trusty Valsalva maneuver. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean that's the one that I learned, right? The I, p- pinch your nose and right, g- just, g- gently blow. But I know a lot of people that
0: Some people can do can just like
1: swallow it. Yeah, and swallow and it, it like, pops. I, mm-hmm. I can't do that.
0: It's, they have good Eustachian tube access there in the back of their nasopharynx area where the air just poof, pops right in there easily.
1: There's the Frenzel The Frenzel maneuver. maneuver yes. Right, which is like just Closing your mouth and making that.
0: Yeah. I kind of like, do uh, that kinda kinda against cl- my nose. But. Like,
1: like, I can sometimes do that, mm-hmm. but generally I need to move the gas with mm-hmm. that Valsalva. But a lot of people do that and it's, they don't fully
0: understand it. And they do too much. Too much clearing. They're trying too hard. And, and you have to dive a little bit to get it too, I guess. So
1: there's the,
0: um, the jaw wiggle. The jaw wiggle. Which yeah. is basically just kind of pulling and stretching right. on those eustachian tubes. Right. You're supposed to be able to like they drop your jaw a little bit, and that's what opens the access to the uh, that area, what's called the nasal pharynx area, if I'm not mistaken, where the tubes, the eustachian tubes, drop down into the back here, throat to your airway there, Nasopharynx. There's the named after Robert nasal pharynx. <laughs> Famous doctor.
1: <laughs> There's the the Toynbee maneuver. The Toynbee
0: maneuver. The Toynbee remo- remover, which is the the pinching, <laughs> the pinching your maneuver. nose and swallowing them. Mm-hmm. Oh. I see people struggle with that sometimes, and I'm watching like. It looks, it just calm your ass. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> it looks like they're trying to hold back <laughs> a vomit. Is what it <laughs> looks like. I think all these people just wanted a maneuver named after them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make up a maneuver the Great Dot Podcast maneuver, the T G D P maneuver, where you It's gotta want- be something to do with P Fog. Fog where you grab your bottle of P Fog and squirt it in your mask. And that alone is enough to make you Well,
1: that generally <laughs> leads to just <laughs> passive equalization. Exactly. It just, it's <laughs> it just the occurs. easiest and most famous <laughs> maneuver there is. There's the Lowry technique. Have you heard of that one? Lowry technique. It's where you, uh, it's kind of a combination of the Valsalva and the Toynbee, where you pinch your nose, you blow and swallow. Interesting.
0: Wow. We always used to talk about everybody wanted to have something, you know, like the Hogarthian based system and, you know, this, that, and you know, the Turner's cave or whatever, you know, Turner Tunnel. You always wanted something in diving named after you. So we did name something after Scotty Lang yeah, we called it the Pull, lang maneuver pulling, pulling a, a lang pulling a lang <laughs> pulling a lang which is uh it, you? it wasn't a, it wasn't a good technique it was a funny technique
1: <laughs> so there's a bunch of other little uh there's maneuvers a bunch of other little methods and man- maneuvers that you can uh, learn for learning how to equalize better and smarter. And You should look up and try to get your hands on a copy of the Dan's Smart Guide to Ear Equalization. It's got a lot of great little tips in there. I'm sure you can find this online on PDF and read through it. It's the end of the month, and we did just get a uh, notice from Patreon. So thank you to all of you guys out there that are making your donations <laughs> on Patreon. Keep those coming in for us. Thank you, everybody, for making your Patreon donations to help support the cause. Uh, You guys really help us make a a huge difference for us. Anybody who sent donations into PayPal as well, thank you so very, very much. You guys are super awesome. We hope to uh, have more fun, cool stuff out there and available for you guys somewhere soon when we actually get a couple minutes to get ourselves we're trying to... to
0: build some momentum up to make a big leap again another yeah
1: but, but it's middle of summer man we're, we're too busy with uh busy. in the water man it's, uh, it's it's
0: busy busy yeah it's not just busy it's keep busy those, busy keep those ratings
1: and reviews coming and on that note uh sign uh sign my logbook here
0: um what
1: <laughs> sign my logbook here what what sign speak up sign my logbook <laughs>
0: get well soon love Frenzel love <laughs> Toynbee Frenzel toynbee's the name clearing the ears is the game
1: uh, your your Lowry technique is so smooth today <laughs> um,
0: let's do it again let's do
1: it again alright everybody uh, John yeah, let's do it again everybody See you next time.
0: Safe diving. What kind of ears you got? Little baby kid ears?